I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right. Let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Tell me you know this song. You don't know this song? You can talk. You don't know this song? Who that? Pretty Ricky? Closer, baby. I want to get to know. You have to know fucking Pretty Ricky. I'm so over it. I mean, I, I know who Pretty Ricky is. I can't say I, I got the album. <laughs> so I'm not going to lie. I think I'm putting myself in the mood because Pretty Ricky comes to New York. Um... November 20 something and I'm still trying to go to the concert and I have no one to go with because they're like pretty Ricky's back together I am obsessed with um pretty Ricky okay <laughs> now I'm gonna have to send you the album because I'm sure it would be great to make love to um it's one of those types I mean of I albums. can't throw it on in none of my movies they'd sue the fuck out of me okay so. well you personal personal I, on, I only have sex on camera <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> Anyways, guys, um, I wanted to say hi. Welcome to yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. This is your girl, Mandy, and I am in the studio kind of solo. Wheezy is still in Japan, um, but we had a guest who came up to the New York City area, and I was like, bro, we're getting him on the motherfucking show. She was supposed to call in, but she is super jet lagged, and she's been out there for like two and a half weeks. Um, so you guys just get to hear me and all of my rats, but luckily I have someone to cut that out kind of sort of um i guess i'll introduce our guest we have king noir in the building yes yes um do you want to let our listeners know kind of just briefly what you do we're gonna do a little icebreaker and then really get into the good stuff but how would people know you what do you do well i am one of the co-owners of royal fetish films royal fetish xxx.com okay jet setting jasmine body altitudes and some people probably know me from some music stuff but I, I go by my actual name, Hassan Salam. So okay. between all of that, you probably see me on X videos somewhere or Pornhub <laughs> Porn or whatever, <laughs> whatever your whatever your you know jerk off spot of choice <laughs> is, uh, you know where you rub one out to. Okay, ladies. so and you do a little bit of everything in the industry. So we're gonna get into that. That's kind of gonna be the horrible decision. You being a man in the industry, we have yet to have you know anyone like you. On. So I think we have a lot of questions to come forward, uh, but well, we're going to start with icebreakers. Sure. And so what we like to do with our guests, we either like to do would you rather or have you ever. Clearly, I'm not going to do have you ever with you because I don't <laughs> think there is much you probably haven't done. Um, so we're going to do the would you rather. All and right. I got some kind of sex questions um, to make this fun. So would you rather only be able to have sex missionary or doggy style? Hmm. That's actually a really good question. I would I would actually say missionary. Really? If I had one choice. Because, you know, you could throw the legs up on the shoulders. That's still missionary, right? Yeah, that's still missionary. Okay. That's so, so crazy because, of course, me, I, like, love doggy style. If I, mean, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I would probably doggy choose style, doggy style. I just think that uh, missionary, if, if this is, like, for the rest of my life type situation, right. you know, the thing about missionary is, for one, you get, you could look in your partner's eyes and be all romantical and stuff, but also... It's good for clitoral stimulation and also hitting the G spot as well. Uh, you're, you know, you're very right. As soon as, as soon as I said that, I thought of the intimacy level that 
differs between doggy style and missionary. And I guess you're right. I still like getting pounded I mean, in the back, but <laughs> I mean, you you gave me one or the other. I, you're right. That's a I know, horrible it is. It's choice would you to rather, make. This or that. You can't choose both. So here's a good one because you just talked about. It's like some Russian roulette shit right there. It like. kind of is. Well, all of these kind of are. <laughs> so you just talked about clitoral stimulation. Mm-hmm. So the second question is foreplay only with your hands or foreplay only with your mouth. Mouth. I love to eat pussy. Okay. So, but you use fingers when you do it as well, and I mean, all of that. I mean, yeah, but you gave me a, you gave if, me if you one of the, you gave me an ultimatum. You would choose the mouth. Okay. Absolutely. So here's a good one as well. Would you rather give up sex for a year no. or give up master? <laughs> 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 you said no. Whatever. No, it is. no, whatever that is. So you would give up <laughs> masturbating for a year. That was the other. I one. mean, I love myself and all, but still. <laughs> You said no. I like the participation of sex. You so know what you're mean? not giving up sex I'm for a not, year at all. I'm not. What's the longest you would give up sex for? Why? This is horrible. This is. It's you didn't tell me decision. about this. This line of questioning was gonna be so so horrible. I know. I know. Um, for the lo- the longest I would give it up for. I mean, just whatever was natural. Like if I was just in a space where I wasn't having sex at the time. Okay. Okay. I know I go two weeks without sex and I feel like it's months. So I don't know about a year without sex. I'd be like, a year is I'd be like, I'd be telling my homegirls, I'd be like, girl, I haven't had sex in forever. They'd be like, girl, you was just with so-and-so three. I was like, oh, damn, I was, wasn't I? I'd be feeling it. I'd be feeling awful when I don't be having sex. So now we're going to make it a little bit funnier. This is Uh-oh. kind of, this is kind of going to be not as stressful, not as horrible. Would you rather cry every time you had sex or burp every time someone kissed you <laughs> <laughs> i'd rather burp because that shit would probably be mad funny at a certain point and i have sex way too much on to camera be to be just crying all the time that would, that'd be a bad look They'd be like, right. Dang, this motherfucker's romantic comedies are awful you're right that's a funny one um oh that for me i don't even know what that one maybe maybe the burp the burp well, actually, you be... know what? I don't get recorded on on film, <laughs> and because I like doggy style so much, they possibly won't see the tears coming down my oh, face. That's a good so idea. I think I'm gonna take that. I would rather cry every time I had sex. And so this is gonna be the last one. Would you rather find out that someone you fucked was your long lost cousin, or that they were a brutal murderer? <laughs> I'd rather them be a brutal murderer <laughs> than your cousin. Yeah. Is that, but does that count as insult? Because if we have kids, they might have like webbed toes or a unibrow <laughs> oh, or something. That'd be. Wait, is that a part of incest though? Like cousins? Yeah. Does it go that far? It is. It's not just sisters, brothers, I mean, dad? I, I don't, personally, I don't be hollering at my cousins. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you. I just didn't know if that counted because it's like, aren't cousins through like marriage and shit? I don't even want to bark down. Okay, we can't. Okay. I don't know how many generations. <laughs> okay, so incest is not cool. We know nah, that you, you're not here a, for that. You know, it's a huge fetish online, actually. Um, incest porn is it's a big like thing. doing serious numbers right now. <laughs> really? But they're not actually related. You know, well, I'm sorry course, if I've ruined no, somebody's yeah, fantasy you out there. definitely ruined but... the fantasy. <laughs> That'd be crazy though. If people were like providing a birth certificate. And all yeah, that no, and I don't. Family tree porn or something. Like I would that. be lying if I sat here and said that I did kind of click taboo porn sometimes, and that would definitely yeah. be that. Unfortunately, um, and this is just on a sexual manner. I don't want to offend anyone listening, but I have this kind of rapey fantasy. You can't find rapey porn really like it's really hard to find yeah and just the idea of like you know maybe someone taking control yeah it's just and it's really a thing we're gonna talk about it. i'm sure it's gonna be a kink coming up in the future but i know it's just a real sensitive thing to talk well, about i think the thing is to say when you when you're watching porn it's uh you know it's a controlled environment yes so anybody that's on set you know they've spoken a safety word they let everybody know what their limits and hard nose are and things like that so even even with incest porn you know it's still all okay <laughs> at the end okay. of the day you know what i'm saying like it's it's enjoy the fantasy but everybody's still safe okay guys now so what we like to do every episode is do a kink of the week all so right. i made the kink apply directly to you to me. um and so the kink for this week is flogging Um, So for our listeners that don't know, of course, we like to give the definition. So flogging is mainly an S&M terminology. Flogging is used um, to whip for sexual enjoyment. It says that a flogger shall remain for the moment any any flexible, many-tailed striking tool where the tails are simple strips of leather or similar substances designed for use on the human body. 
Um, and so you brought. I brought a couple. A couple. Um, this is. I guess I want to explain to the listeners how someone would find this enjoying, how you got into doing this, and if it's something that's requested, because I'm not going to lie, I'm looking at these right now, and I'm absolutely like, what the fuck is this? What's going on? And I've seen the videos of you doing flogging. I want to know how that, I can't see how I would be sexually aroused by it. So explain, you know, flogging (laughs) for our listeners if you can. Well, I guess started doing it, actually. I was at FETCOM one year, and I saw somebody using this style of flogger. Like, I got two floggers up here. So this Mm -hmm. is considered a nunchuck or a swivel flogger. Okay. So I used to do martial arts as a kid, so I was like, oh, that looked like a nunchuck. I could rock with that. Like, But it's actually the the precision of it I enjoy. Um, Okay. And actually, it's more of a thud than a whip. Like, this right here is a dragon tail. That has a lot. It's a lot more, like, the feeling you'll get from that is, like, if somebody rolled up a, a towel and sma- and snapped you with a towel. Like that's it's th- what it's this that, feels. Okay, that's, that's what... that kind of feeling. Okay, this, that can hurt. This is yeah. This is like a double folded leather paddle. So that's that's more of a smack. This one is padded. So this side is softer. This that side, side is harder. harder. So I I understand the arousal from pain mm-hmm. when I'm getting fucked, especially from the back. I ask to be slapped. Yeah. Uh, on on the ass. So I get that arousal. But the flogging isn't painful, correct? It's more of a thud. So you use the perfect example. When when we're turned on sexually, mm-hmm. you know, if someone just ran up to you in the middle of the street and just smacked you on the ass, for the most part, you'd be like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. right? I would hate it. Exactly. And it hurts so, but, more. <laughs> exactly. But when, you, when we're turned on, our body starts to release dopamine and adrenaline that goes through our body that lets us mm-hmm. know... Uh, this is this is pleasurable or this isn't you know something that has to deal with your fight or, fight or flight so okay. with flogging being that it's more of a thud when i start when we try it out you know i start <laughs> up i start up at the shoulders there's certain places that you can hit certain places you can't hit so you what st- are those places I'm gonna, i got you okay so we start we start up at the shoulders because the shoulders there's muscle up there and it's the closest spot to your brain. So when it starts releasing all that adrenaline and dopamine, it starts to relax you. So it's kind of similar. I think it's like shiatsu massage where they kind of do this. Right. It's very similar to that. Okay. So, so just that in itself is relaxing to people. So that's part of where the arousal comes from. And then when you work your way down, you skip all those vital organs. You don't hit the spine. Okay. Right when you get to meaty parts of the body. The so ass. That, the ass, <laughs> right. the thighs. Some women uh, specifically like to get... Uh, flogged on their breasts okay um so when you get down to that area there's there's something that we have down there both men and women it's called the pedendal nerve it's for men it's where it's real scientific you know shit (laughs) scientific a word it is right okay (laughs) but it's like for for men where where the taint is or for women where the lady taint is you know that's there's a nerve right there that when it when it feels like vibes it's the same kind of thing as when you get spanked when you're feeling turned on, it sends that nice little shockwave through your ass and, and through your through your insides. Okay. So it's that same kind of feeling. So if you start getting flogged the right way, it starts sending them same kind of waves through your body. Just like there's a proper way to spank. Like if you spank up as opposed to spanking down or side, or there's different ways to send different sensations right. through the body. So it's- so it's I'm, rhythmic also, like the same way you like getting pounded when that nice rhythm is going, <laughs> right. it's the same well, thing. Well, I'm also really big on communication. Like normally I ask to be, you know, slap my ass. I, I tell them, is this something that normally a female would ask a guy to do? Or is this something that a guy normally introduces? It's, it could go either way. It could go either way with yeah, this. I've, okay. It, it's usually a dumb sub kind of thing. But there are people I know who like getting flocked that wouldn't consider themselves to be a sub. Okay. They just like the sensation and the feeling of getting flogged. And it could be something that for you who who said earlier that you're not like really into being a sub or anything, yeah. you can still speak on like if d- d- with the person that you're working with, if you're like, yo, I'm not don't just tell me what to do or whatever. Like you can still be communicative with your with your partner. Like, this is what I want to try. Please don't go past this limit. You right. know, when I when I work with people for the first time, I'm asking them what their what their pain tolerance is. Right. Or, you know, if. Let's say you have an injury, things like that. I, there are certain questions I'm going to ask you to make it a pleasurable experience. For Lethal you. Lips um, came on the the show, and we discussed um, the scene with you, and she actually said it was one of the most enjoyable, but also mentally hard scenes for her because she's more dominant. Yeah, and she actually had to be submissive to you. Um, how 
how does that work? Are you ever submissive to a woman? Or are you constantly the dom in the bedroom? Like, do you, you know what I mean? Like, as a man dom, are you always dom? I think, well, the scene with Lethal, it was something that we both spoke about. It wasn't okay. like I just showed up there and was like, you about to submit. You know? It <laughs> right, wasn't right. nothing of like course, that. It course. was, she. We, we discussed, like, usually with, with uh, a lot of our scenes, when we work with, with well-known actors and actresses. She's well-known, yes. You know, we, we like to say, we want to try something that you've never tried before right. or, or a fetish that you're really into that, you know, maybe you haven't done on film that you love in your personal life to show the real uh, honesty in, in, right. your, in your sex. So she was like, you know, I've, I've thought about it. I kind of like that chain thing that I've seen you use before. <laughs> like, I, So it was kind of like that. But um, me, I'm not a sub, but I do work, I guess, where you would say like a, a equal level. An equal level. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't sub, but there is a certain amount of power in submission as well because a person who's a true dom like i'm considered more on the sensual side of dominant i don't do dominant uh i don't dominate to cause injury or hurt right or, right that's not my style i do it because i enjoy pleasing so much okay so it's like i i look at it like a blank canvas okay so if if a woman is a, is willing to give 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 me her body and allow me to just try to take her to different levels of pleasure and, and pain and ecstasy and all of that, then there is still, you still control the the scene of, of having your safety word. Right. You still control the scene of even just being there and, uh, and allowing me to paint this picture. So you mentioned that you spoke with Lethal Lips before, you speak with everyone. Um, so something that you do, you consider yourself a master fetish trainer. Correct. So I want to talk about what you do when you come into the bedroom with couples because not everything you do is on scene it's not it's not on film not everyone can see what you do mm -hmm. um so i wanted to get into this part of the industry that you're in yeah. so couples pretty much ask you to help them in the bedroom yes what do you do how how do they approach you about that and what exactly do you do to help them are you fucking the couples or are you i don't know you do a lot of shit. so I, I explain do. to our listeners what a master fetish trainer does well the best way to describe a master fetish trainer is everybody has a fetish i agree but a lot of people don't know what that is they don't know how to discover what it is and they don't know how to live it a lot of times there are people and I, and I think that one of the problems in the world that we live in is that so many people are sexually repressed absolutely like which is across, why we have this show. Absolutely. I mean, across the board, I mean, women are sexually oppressed in this culture. Mm -hmm. But then on top of that, individuals sexually repress themselves. And sometimes it's because of that oppression. And other times it's just because of how we were brought up or just absolutely. things that go on in our head. So sometimes it's like people have this epiphany or an awakening where they're like, I just want to try things. Uh huh. But... If you don't know how to use some of these things that Any we have on the shit, table, right. you could seriously hurt somebody. Okay. You know, if someone's just like, I'm a flog for the first time and, you know, <laughs> I just hit somebody in the kidney. You know what I mean? Like, that's not going right. to turn out good. Right. So one of the things that, that uh, we do as Master Fetish Trainers is guide people through trying out different items, toys, role-playing scenarios. Uh, one of my favorite things that we did recently, Jasmine and I worked with a couple where the woman was more experienced in BDSM. Okay. Like she knew who she was as a sub. She wanted her man to be more dominant. Okay. And he was like, cool guy, like super <laughs> chill. Like he was just like, uh, you know, like, but, I, but then like we got to speak to them and you know, I'm talking to him and like finding out more about his personality and what he's into and his interests and all that. And I'm like, well, if you're, you're into, he was into like a role play, type game okay and i was like well if you're into that in your everyday then you could seriously use that in a bedroom in a, in a in a more creative way to please your lady right you know and it's and it's and it's definitely there are a lot of men out there who are like i don't want to choke my wife or spank my wife because i don't want to hurt her and i'm like well mm. there's a difference between choking somebody to end their life <laughs> You know, and right. just choking them to add a little pressure it's, because it heightens orgasm. Right, or right. Some people like to have that feeling of having just just having their air cut off for a little bit. There's yep, different levels. Me. I just but talked I, about this on my IG live. I was like, I don't want to die because I got 
choke too hard during sex. That's just I mean, not how I want to go out. There's, <laughs> but there's different levels to it. Like right. some people are extreme. They're like, put a plastic bag over my head. You know, like I really want to <laughs> have push trouble. Me in the pillow, same thing. Be, okay. Have trouble breathing, and then other people are like, I just like a little bit of pressure <laughs> around here. I don't want to bruise. <laughs> you know, and there's and there's ways to teach somebody right. how to do that in a way that's not going to injure somebody. Okay. So that's that's one way. Uh, another way is I actually engage in domination for them and maybe flogging or spanking or whatever whatever their their role play scenario is and i take them to the point where it's time for them to do their thing and i'll make my way out oh wow and so these are done whether in a hotel or in the privacy of their own home or something like that so it's not done with a whole bunch of camera crews or any other people they literally call you to help them open up in the bedroom yes and I think that's that's very important. Um, not only that you do that, but just I mention it all the time on the show, just the level of communication. Because if she was expressing that she really likes being sub and she wasn't getting that in the bedroom, I think that is what leads a lot of people to stray away sometimes from their partners and cheat. And because we Absolutely. do all have these fetishes or we have these cravings sexually that we do need to have done i guess to, to get it out of our system you know well you you said the right word communication is key in any relationship to make any relationship better whether it be some bdsm poly swinger or your friendship or your right. relationship with your people at work whatever the case is if you don't speak on it chances are it won't happen for you so i'm katia adler host of the global story over the last 25 years i've covered conflicts in the middle east political and economic crises in europe drug cartels in mexico now i'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it join me monday to friday to find out what's happening why and what it all means follow the global story from the bbc wherever you listen to podcasts Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 G's in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Well, let me ask you this question, I guess, before um, we had a ton of questions that our listeners Uh-oh. sent in, but I guess I want to ask you so you do the master fetish training, you do um, engage in porn. Yeah. Do you also provide services to women who just want to hit you because they need sex? Or they want to experience what they're not getting Why from home. Why are you trying to get me arrested I, out here? You're asking all well, these well, legal okay. questions. Well, that's what she'd be like. No, police just jump out the window. Well, then I guess I can't ask them. So, from, I mean, I, what, what do most women ask from you if they're reaching out I, to King Noir? I do a lot what do of, they want? I do erotic touch massages. Um, okay. I get a lot for fetish training because that's that's probably the main one now because okay. people are interested in experiencing a dom sub situation or a bdsm situation where they're safe okay like it's super easy to find me on the internet <laughs> it's it's really easy Absolutely. to know that I'm a, I'm a i'm a person who you know even outside of the the sex industry who has a public persona you can look me up you can see that i'm you know if I was a creeper, I would not have been in this industry as long as I am. I love that you kind of just segued into my next question without even having to ask you. So I wanted to ask what the misconception is um, for you being a man in the sex industry. I know that, you know, you being a porn star or everything involving sex, that there's kind of a stigma attached to it or a stereotype about maybe someone being a creep. So how do you adjust when you meet someone and say, hey, this is what I do for a living? Um, Mm. 
yeah, if you want to talk, talk I think that. you're like, hmm. This, it's funny because when it comes to porn, whether you're male or female, there's kind of like this, that's what you do? I would <laughs> never do that. But then there's also their next sentence is he's like, anybody can do that. And I'm like, okay. that, how, how does that work? Anybody could do it, but you could never do it. There's, I think that um, people have so many stigmas attached mm-hmm. to sex. So some people automatically, they find out I do porn, they think that, I don't know, like I'm just gonna bombard them with dick pics or <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Like, and, 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 and usually, or that I can't have a conversation outside of sex. Okay. Like, I wound up in this industry because I'm uneducated or I wound up in this industry oh. because I have like a drug problem or something like that. Like yeah, that, I heard a lot of them um, are like, felons and can't get jobs that's what i've heard I mean, as well that's, that's a misconception i mean i definitely in this industry have met people from all walks of life the same way if i worked at i don't know costco or something <laughs> right you meet people from all walks of life and you know i mean, there's some people i know in the industry who who left like corporate jobs or jobs on wall street to do porn you know okay. and then you'll meet uh women who were uh i know this one woman she was like a a serious serious like a er nurse Oh, and she wow. was just like the job got too stressful and you know she wound up in porn wow and it, and it's just like so you'll be on set with her and she'll be talking about like all kinds of things <laughs> about the human body or or we're talking about talent testing or something and she's like ah oh, talent testing they, they they do this and this this is how they check your blood and they separate the blood from the plasma and all this stuff i'm like wow that's amazing <laughs> and it, it's it's cool. And she just knew that, yeah. And she just knew all of these different things. And I think that, especially now in this day and age where anybody could make their own porn with their phone, mm-hmm. you find I people. Have quite a few. Oh my, you know? You know? <laughs> you know, like, since anybody can do that, it's opened up the industry to even more people with from even more ranges of Well, yeah, of, there's of stuff life. like ConnectPal. Um, and just all of these little apps that allow people to subscribe to yes, specific subscribe people. Subscribe to OnlyFans.com <laughs> slash King I know, Of course you have. <laughs> so aside from the misconception and the stigma surrounding it, how is dating? Um, and I guess this can segue also into you being polyamorous or open yeah. to that. So how is dating while being in the sex industry? Is it impossible? Is I, it harder? I don't think it's impossible, but I find myself very much not dating civilians for the most part. <laughs> What's a civilian? Someone who's not in the industry. Ah, got you. You sound because, like my sister who's in the army. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, don't call us civilians. <laughs> but in the, in the sense of, you know, I've probably been tested within the last month more than most people have in the last five years. Okay. Most people do not get tested. No, absolutely. And to me, it's like, I don't want to ruin my career. Right. You know, so that's very important to me. And then also just just how when you get to those stigmas where and I, and it's funny, I actually get more stigmas for being polyamorous than I do for being in porn. But the main one from porn that I get when I meet women is that they somehow have to save me from being in porn. Oh, that sounds like men trying to save strippers. Yeah. Almost. And I'll be, I'll be like, I don't want to be saved. <laughs> so, OK, so you're not currently looking because you are in a polyamorous relationship correct looking for like a i guess i mean like how does that work yeah so i guess break down because we have so i'm into kind of the swinger lifestyle that's kind of what i would prefer and wheezy is in some sort of open relationship we've been tagging as as far as what exactly it is um in comparison to i guess polyamory so can you break down for our listeners what polyamory is and then how it works from the male perspective? Because we have yet to have a, a male on here who's polyamorous. Well, polyamory just basically breaks down to loving more than one person. Okay. So I believe for myself, and this isn't something that, you know, I think all humans or whatever, like for me, I'm just the type of person I, I like to get to know. Uh, I like to get to know people. I like to meet women and like really know them okay which you know if you, I've, I've done swinging thing and swinging is cool for me too you know okay um, my partner jasmine is more of a swinger okay i'm poly so i'm more like you know i'll go out on dates or go hang out with people that i like or whatever and i guess i'll and, break that down real and quick, if though. we are and if we are if we're really digging each other then there is a possibility for having a relationship with that person so jazz on the other hand 
when you say she's more into swinging, she's not looking for that emotional connection. No. As, as you are, which I guess to break down to our listeners, that's the kind of difference between the swinging and the polyamory yeah. is these people, not only are you engaging in sexual activity with, you do want to know them and like them personally. Yeah. As far as swinging, you're just like, okay, well, fuck. And I don't care to know your name. I don't want to know anything about you. I think, from, I think for me also, because, you know, I, I started off like going to swingers clubs and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. But it's like now that I, now that I'm, shooting more films it's like that aspect of like hey hello how are you we we get it in and we gone like right. I, I get that from work okay so like if i'm gonna spend time with somebody you know i'm not really just trying to jump into bed with them because you know i i just also have this thing now where it's like i i, I get satisfied on that aspect of getting to know the person yeah i, I actually i like that uh, getting to know somebody level. So if we have a lot of male listeners and I'm sure they all have this mindset too, that maybe they want to get to know multiple women. Not all of them. Some, I know, I know I, some, I, won't say all. I think that's a misconception as well. That, that all men that, want that multiple all men want, Yeah, that, it <laughs> I is. I definitely think that. I know, I know a lot of men that are like strictly monogamous and happy right. monogamous. For the, for the men that but there are, but, but I also know a lot, a lot of polyamorous <laughs> women. You okay. know, so I, I think that, I think it's a, a misconception to just group men are this way, women are this women way. Women too. I think that it's just society-wise, it's accepted for men to be like that. And women aren't, women are looked at differently if they're like that. So if a man wanted to try this for the first time or feel like, maybe he feels like he really relates to you and everything you're saying, how should he approach a woman? How do you approach women Honestly. to let them know that? Honestly, of course, and just let but them know. But most people don't. No, you're you're very. Most bare, people right? are honest, whether it's monogamy, polyamory, swinging. Most people are lying their ass off. <laughs> you're very. So right. I okay. think if if you're polyamorous, for one, you have to be honest with yourself in the sense of, can you also have your partner go out and date other people and sleep right. with other people? Because it's not polyamory if you and if you out there dating everybody and you forcing your your significant other to only be with you <laughs> which, now which that happens you're a lot. just an asshole now. <laughs> now you're just an asshole <laughs> now you're just an and asshole so from the other perspective um what is normally the reaction when you're meeting women and you have to let them know i do have a partner but my partner allows me to have other partners what is kind of the exchange when that happens you let them know where, up where front? i say yeah i let them know up front because I, I don't want to waste my time okay because you don't want to get like down the road and you're like oh by the way Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> right. That's one of the things that I think is is problematic and why, you know, people wind up in these cheating situations because they, they're being sneaky with who they are. Absolutely. So I think this is where I run into a lot of the a lot of the things because I don't I don't really date as much as I, I used to. Okay. Because I'm super busy with work and all this <laughs> right. other stuff. So meeting somebody is very specific to me. Like I, I, I know what I'm looking for in a in a in a person so you know if i meet a woman and tell her that usually if their response is some kind of uh as if they're going to be in a competition with my partner then nah i'm good okay I'm, I'm walking away from that okay or if they i think most most women don't get past a certain point because they don't see that it is to me like a inclusive thing it's not an ex okay. it's it's I don't want the women to have an issue with one another because, you know, if Jasmine was dating somebody, I don't want to have a problem with dude. Like, we should be cool. You know, okay. there shouldn't... Not, not saying we got to hang out and shit. Right. But it should be at least respectable because if not, then how are you honoring the relationship that I'm already in? Right. So there has to be a, a respect and an honor for the relationship I already have. And if, and if it can't happen, then it won't happen. So when I speak to a lot of men on this... Um, they do exactly what you said. They 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 think that they want this open relationship or polyamory um, relationship, but they're like, but she can't fuck other guys. She can fuck girls maybe, but not other guys. Mentally, where are you with allowing? I guess I would say. I don't, how does um, it work? Yeah. How I don't does it allow work with, any with human being to do what to they do. do. Anything. I am not interested in owning, controlling, or telling anybody what to do except when okay. we are in a dom sub situation but in your everyday life that's your business right and you should do what makes you happy and, and so i want to i want to see yeah, a partner like, i want to see my partner happy as she can be regardless of 
whether we have been dating for years, we committed, or we just met, I want that person to be happy. And I, for me, I don't think that one human at all times can fulfill everything another human needs. I that's I so believe and that and this as well. and this is and this is where the poly aspect is different because I don't think it's just about sex. It's about okay. just in general. Like there, there's certain people like me and you might vibe on something like really well. We were just like, yo, all of our music is the same. And then you find out I don't listen to Pretty Ricky, and then you're gonna <laughs> right. have to go to that Pretty Ricky concert with somebody else. <laughs> Okay. So why why would I hate on somebody else going to enjoy what makes you happy? You know what I mean? Like that ah, to me that to I me like that's what that. it is. Okay. And it's not always sexual. Like I might meet somebody and we'll we'll be cool and we'll vibe and we'll have some kind of emotional connection or intellectual connection and we don't particularly have to have sex. Right. But we might have an intimacy with our conversation or we right. might have an intimacy with you know just w- the time we spend together. It doesn't exactly have this to be sounds, about fucking. This sounds really actually good. And it makes sense. And I actually feel like the huge problem with why people can't think this way, I guess two factors, ego and insecurity. Um, because I've heard a lot of guys say that it would fuck up their ego to know that they can't fully please a woman in every aspect, whether it's sexually or conversationally. And then to know that they have to go out and get that from somebody else, that kind of bothers people. And then the insecurity that they're not perfect for this other person. But I, and, and I also don't think that, I think perfection is perfect in its imperfections. Absolutely. Okay, that was just too All much. Right. So, <laughs> ain't nobody too like. Well, I'm just saying like nobody. Whoa, nobody's, too deep there. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's perfect in the sense of like, you're not going to find someone that likes every single thing that you like in every single moment that you like it. You're, you're not going to find that. But the person that you do find that you that you love or you lust or you have this passionate, intimate connection with is perfect in that moment. It's perfect in that time that y'all are together. Okay. But like trying to think that, you know, it's we put so much pressure. And, and I think someone um, someone I was speaking to recently says that, you know, human beings put the highest value on intimate love with your partner. Absolutely. But there's all kinds of other loves that are out there. So enjoy all of the love and then you won't put so much pressure on your partner. Because if you go hang out with like your cousin right now, I mean, I don't know because <laughs> no, we talked about we cousins. <laughs> we talked about cousins before. I don't before. want to sleep with any of my cousins. <laughs> Let me go ahead and throw that out there. I'm also not into incest. I'm um. just messing with you. But like, you know, if somebody goes to hang out with, with their family member, you still, you have love for your family. Right. You got love for your, for your peoples or whatever the case being. You, you, if somebody was like, I'm jealous of you hanging out with your brother, like what? Right. You know that's what I'm saying? Crazy. So it's, we have, but we have this thing that when somebody is in a relationship with us, that we possess them no, and then absolutely. that's not, that's not love anymore. So I have a question from a listener, but I guess I'm going to ask you to break it down. She actually said, do you engage in open or closed poly relationships? Do you know if there's a difference or what that even means? What's the difference between an open and closed poly relationship? She might be specifically talking. I mean, I would think that if you're in a poly relationship, okay, some people in an open relationship like to share the with their partner okay. or tell their partner like X, Y, and Z. And other ones, it might be like, I went out. This is the person. We did this. That's it. Okay. You know, so maybe maybe she could mean along those lines. Okay, that would make sense. That would absolutely make sense to me. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> it's funny because everybody's different. Like, right? Like for me, like Jazz, she um when she shoots a scene or something like that with somebody okay. else, I'm like, oh, tell me all about it. <laughs> you know what you I mean? I'm like, know. I'm gonna go watch that shit when that shit come out or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm very comfortable in that way. Okay. But then I know other people who are poly that's like, I just want to know that they're safe. You right. Know what I mean? Because so even well, even in the swinging part of thing. I think that's the thing. Like I've had guys say, I can never see you with another man. And you're sitting here saying you want to fucking see the scene when it's done. So hell yeah. And it, I, I love it when she watched me too. Ment- mentally. Is there something that you do to prepare yourself? Like if a man did want to go to a swingers club or engage with a couple and there was swapping happening, is there anything, any type of advice that you would give a man to same thing I said before, <laughs> be honest with yourself. Okay. You know, if, if, Whenever you're in any of these relationships, sit down with your partner 
have a conversation about Mm -hmm. this is what I can this is what I can do this is what I can't do this is in the middle for me there's some gray area we'll see how it progresses and how you feel sexually today might not be how you feel sexually a month or a year from now like sex is something that's constantly evolving and that's one of the good things about just being alive and trying new shit you know so right I would say if you know you can't don't pretend that you can you know especially when it comes to seeing seeing your partner with somebody and it's another thing like it's funny because all this always leads to like um horrible threesome uh stories that i've heard from people where it's like yeah i was so into it until i realized like she really really liked eating pussy and i was just (laughs) sitting there by myself (laughs) it's so funny because i think that that happens a lot with with threesomes where they think they're ready mentally and then when they're put into the situation it's just like what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? Um, has anything that could you think of any crazy stories or anything that kind of rings a bell? If maybe when that happened, like a crazy threesome well, story, either that or when you went to a couple and they thought they wanted to do the fetish training and then it turned kind of awkward. Mm. You have any I mean, good we, ones or we, any porn stories? We, oh my god, we vet people pretty, pretty well, well because okay. it is such a personal. Like we we do consultation calls and all okay. of that because. Sometimes people think they want something and they don't. But I will say this. I was in the weirdest threesome. I, it, I, it was okay. like a very... I was just talking about this with my brother. So, like, I have I have met this woman and she was like, yo, we was, this like years, years, okay. years ago. And she was like trying, to, like trying to get it in or whatever. So, like, I, I showed up at her house and she was like, so this is the situation. My man's in jail. He, okay. He knows about you. He's on the phone. And he wants to be on the phone the whole time while we fucking. Wait, what? <laughs> Word is born. <laughs> Wait, seriously? Word is born. That did that like, make you feel? Did it make? I mean, I didn't. I didn't you, know what I was so getting was into when I threesome? got there. I mean, there was three people involved. I mean, he was. <laughs> he was via collect call from jail, but like it was, it was, it was different. Like to me. This, that's another thing, and that's why I'm using this as an example. There are many ways to have a threesome. Okay. You don't have yeah, to specifically, I, I never, that, you don't that specifically have head. to, you don't specifically have to do the positions that you always see in movies or whatever. Like, <laughs> when you have your threesome, you might want to go in steps. Okay. You might want to start with kissing and oral before you ever do penetration because just as some men get jealous of their woman, some women get jealous watching their man have sex with somebody else. Absolutely. So at least if you're like, I'm stopping this right now while y'all kissing, it's not going to be the worst thing in the world. So, I mean, but this was to me, I, I have to, I have to get a brother <laughs> some credit. Like that's some creative way. No, that to, absolutely is. You know, that was a creative way to, to, be there for your wife <laughs> or, or whatever their, their relationship was. The but it was just up. it was just it was just so bugged to me because it was like I didn't know this was gonna happen. So it was just like in the moment I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like I <laughs> That is actually that's really funny. Um so I guess we're gonna segue this into our home mail. So what we do <laughs> is we ask our lovely whores who listen to us to send us letters um either asking for advice or telling us something that's going on with them um and i thought that this would be a great one to ask you um so oh by the way if you guys do want to send in your home mail you can send it to us at horribledecisions at gmail.com or dm us but y'all y'all becoming our friends so between the memes the letters the thank yous and the responses to our ig stories we can't keep up with the letters so guys please send your letters to the email it's much easier for us to access um so this is our home mail for this show okay it says hi ladies right now it's only one lady hey girl I am in my mid twenties living in Jersey. I have Jersey. been right. Shout out, right? Jersey. You're from there. Yeah. Um, I have been in a relationship with my man for three and a half years. We have pretty good sex, but I have a huge problem. I have some hormone issues. Luckily, it's not too serious, but my hormones cause me to have a very, very low slash non-existent sex drive for most of the month. During my period. My sex drive is way higher, but I would prefer not to fuck on my period. Yes, girl, because that is a bloody mess. My man, no, I hate bloody sex. 
My man knows about this and he never forces me to do anything I don't want to do, but I also know a man has needs. Mm -hmm. I want to fuck him more often, but it's hard to get into it when my drive is so low. Sometimes I watch porn when we're engaging to get me going. I don't want to do this every time we have sex. Do you have any suggestions as to how I can get my sex drive up? And are there any aphrodisiacs that you guys know that actually work? Please get back to me. Thanks. I love y'all. That's a good question. Good question, right? Mm-hmm. I would say don't don't spare the romance. Okay. And actually, you, by, by what, I mean, what mean, just that? in the sense of, I think a lot of times when, when we think about being in a mood, it's, it's being like put on the spot especially if she has hormonal issues and things like that. Just try to make it something that lasts. It doesn't exactly always have to end in penetrative sex. Okay. There's other ways that you can please him. There's other ways that y'all can keep that fire going instead of just kind of like cold turkey, like, hey. Hey, I'm not in the mood. Yeah. Right. You know, um, I, think, I think that that works definitely have him, you know, work at turning you on. Right. And I guess I kind of want to add a question in there that relates to this. What about when you're maybe not done? What do you do if you have a partner who comes and then doesn't get back hard again, but you haven't been pleased? I know you're really into pleasing. um, But as a female, I feel like that's happened to me sometimes Mm -hmm. where I feel like even after sex, I'm going to go home or I have to masturbate to come. And I don't like the feeling where I'm not even being pleasure during sex so for this this is a sex drive issue but what about for a man who can't keep up with your sex drive and they're giving you sex they're just not giving you enough well i mean there's other things you could use besides your dick you know you you got a tongue you got hands you got fingers there's all kinds of toys out there i i think that a lot of times when i speak to women who have issues with their partner pleasing them it's that once he busts that nut it's over which like, is a lot of like, guys like, like that. he yes. just pick up and leave or or, or go to, to sleep, sleep or whatever you know <laughs> yes but also it's like if you know that you have like a, a time limit on your nut mm-hmm. then more foreplay okay. more you know stop and start and take your time i think okay. that that's i think that's one thing especially if if you're somebody who gets really excited it's a way to kind of calm that down a little bit is okay you know if you if most men i would think know that that feeling you get like right before you about to like yo if I do two more strokes it's over <laughs> it's a wrap <laughs> you know and when you, and when you get that feeling that's when you fall back a little go you know use your hands use your tongue kiss her find other things to do and play with so that way you know your body will calm down again because it will do so and you can get right back to it right I'm Katia Adler host of the Global Story over the last twenty five years I've covered conflicts in the Middle East political and economic crises in Europe drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And for a limited time, get more fun for less with the Michigan Bundle for just $49.99. Exclusive to Michigan residents only. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, so I have another question, um, and then this will be it for the home mail. But I feel like we had to catch up on it. Um, So this is the second one. This is kind of different, kind of the same. Um, I also want to shout out all of the fucking virgins that listen to us. Y'all are fucking the real MVPs. We get so many virgins that write into us, and it's just like, what? 
you want to listen to us talk about sex and you haven't even done it yet so this is a letter well, I mean, from a virgin this is where they, they might be getting some ideas or they you know can masturbate to this show so they don't have to go out there and lose their virginity <laughs> the fact that people may be masturbating to us definitely creeps me out a little bit what? but this is this is this one hello ladies i'm a 22 year old virgin woman and i have this major issue with sex I'm not into any I'm not into anything vanilla except for white dick. I'm, <laughs> so, I'm into both men and women in different ways. Okay. I'm romantically attracted to women, but sexually attracted to men. Um, that doesn't mean I don't find women sexy. I just wouldn't fuck one, though I am capable of falling in love with one. Polyamory may be a thing for her. Um, when it comes to getting sexual with a guy, we discuss doing all types of taboo stuff. The more perverted and taboo a man is, the more turned on I get. After sexting a guy for some time and finally meeting, when it's time to get down, I lose my arousal and I have to leave due to my sudden lack of disinterest. What is wrong with me? Love, love, love the podcast. Wish you ladies all of the success. <laughs> nice. So Wheezy actually responded to her because she wanted to get... Um, people sometimes use taboo and weird and they're talking about spitting in someone's mouth. So Weezy actually um, wrote back to her because we wanted to know what level of taboo and weird sex she actually was turned on by. And she said, to name a, fo uh, to name a few, <laughs> rape play, incest play, age play, omorashi, don't know what that is, exhibitionism, anonymous, anonymous encounters, pegging, and leash and neck, I guess, BDSM. Okay. So those are definitely... Um, Taboo things, I, I mean, feel like. I don't or... even feel like that's taboo. No. I mean, I guess they, they file the incest and the rape. And the rape play. And even pegging, to me, that's kind of not normal. I, I, I hate to use the I'm, normal, not normal thing. I know. <laughs> I, I'm just so, I guess, immersed in this world. that I, It's like I hear about all this shit every day. But I think uh, when she gets into the actual setting, I wonder if that conversation she was having that turned her on in the first place is still continuing there. Mm, because okay. if it, it's like, it's a, if you just get there and then it's kind of like... And then it's like you're just fucking like a regular yeah, fuck. Yeah, and you're then not it, it starts the on. same way. Yeah, I could definitely see her her losing that feel. Like if she gets in person with somebody and they lost the character or ah. they don't have their strap-ons ready for the pegging <laughs> or whatever. Right, you know, right, like right. I could definitely see that being a turnoff because, you know, a lot of people after... Uh, Shades of Grey came out. <laughs> thought that they the was shades. like they thought that they were into BDSM just because of the way it was presented, right. or you know, like a lot of people have have kind of. I mean, it's been a good thing for how many people have opened up their minds, right? But then it's also bad because the way it was presented isn't actually how it it is in real life at times. So, okay. you know, depending on, and I'm not saying this is her, but it could be another thing where just the the actuality of it. Like some like She's I have ready, I have a friend who she loves loves not in the industry but she loves the only kind of porn that she watches is gangbang oh, that's it okay that's all she watches her favorite porn <laughs> but she's like I will never be in a gangbang but that's what I like to I think fantasize a lot, a lot about of women are like this. so yes it could also be that like when she gets there and in place you know it, it, I would have to ask her a bunch of <laughs> a questions of like questions. I, I know I wanna, wrote I wanna, back and was like I want to get on that email thread I okay. gotta I gotta ask her a couple questions that would be awesome yeah I, because I the can things that up. she's into are definitely things that there are other people out there that are looking for and and you know I could also see you know if she's a virgin she might also be like is this is this safe for it to be right. my first time and there's so many factors that is well, like a not lot only, of questions on Not that. only that, I wanted to say, so her response back was fairly long. <laughs> and it's actually funny because she felt the need to say, by the way, I don't condone rape. By the way, I don't want to fuck my cousin. By the way, I like, yeah. so even though she is turned on by this stuff, she definitely felt the need to let us know I'm not rapey. I'm not, you know, into incest. I'm not into all of this stuff. And so I feel like maybe she's not even fully comfortable with what she's into as well. I mean, possibly, but I mean, just as you said before, though, these things that that are considered to be taboo or, or not normal, it definitely makes people feel a certain amount of shame, whether they know they're into it or not. Like, right. Oh, my God. Did I just watch that? <laughs> I was turned on by that. Like, is there something wrong with me that I got turned on by that? And and that's why it's like 
where porn can be uh, helpful to people because it's like this is something, you know, there are certain things in the world that are people, when we're in a car accident, people are watching the car accident as they go by. Not to, usually most people aren't watching to see to check if someone's okay. They're right. trying to look at carnage or something. You know what right. I mean? Like there's 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 a certain part of humanity that's just like that. Okay. And so sometimes when we do watch those things like, oh my God, why why did I just watch that? Why did I look at that? You know, it's it's that sense of danger. Right. Or just just the sense of people think this is wrong and I'm doing it anyway. That can turn people on. So sometimes, you know, we we bust that nut we come back to reality like oh <laughs> oh my god oh, you know oh hold up hold up hold up hold up hold up so we also um in our home i wanted to read this as well um because i think it just shows even what this conversation can do um to both our male and female listeners so we got a letter um and it said love you guys literally started listening to you guys a few days ago and the first day i felt so unbothered and so sexually free from listening to you guys talk about sex nice. and just hearing how freely you guys think about sex that i decided to come out to my fiance he's male and i'm female but i'm bisexual he's the only person i've ever had sex with and he is incredibly open-minded sexually Anyway, before I rant too much, I just wanted to thank you guys for that because I come from a West Indian family. So coming out to my fiance, he's American, was terrifying for me. He didn't care and loved it. I'm looking forward to the threesomes we're going to have. I feel like a weight has come off of my shoulders. So thank you. Definitely we'll, definitely will stand for you guys from now on. Thank you, bisexual, bilingual, and bipolar. <laughs> she got so all the buys she covered. She got all the buys covered, um, and I just think that it's super great. Um, That's awesome! Congratulations. While, while we like to sit here and make you guys laugh and entertain you, I definitely know that this is a conversation where you like, like you said, people are uncomfortable still with this. And luckily, books like Fifty Shades of Grey have gotten people a little bit out of their boxes. And that's kind of what we hope to do with the show is do the same and get you guys thinking and have these conversations with your partners. I mean, this world would be such a better place if people allowed their sexuality to just be free. I think Absolutely. that the, I think that's one of the things that we're seeing just in society right now mm -hmm. of, you know, all these all these uh, people are getting <laughs> they they. Riled up over. <laughs> they, they're not just getting riled up. People are getting called out right now. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are getting called out. And, you know, this uh, male dominated. Uh, yeah. <laughs> patriarchal society <laughs> is being shaken. And then now you see, you know, all the tiki torches out there. They're, they're getting scared of that. And, you know, it's funny because, like, when I look at, like, Trump, for example, like, whether the dossier is true or not, whether he likes to get peed on or not, he <laughs> definitely hates women like he hates women he thinks that women are only objects based mm -hmm. on his hatred for women he can only see them in a capacity where they're beneath him mm -hmm. because he is all i mean not just a horrible human being but who knows what kind of sexual issues that he has going right. on of course and i mean he's also extremely obsessed with a black man <laughs> Bro. <laughs> He's obsessed right. with Barack to a level that's very, very, very odd. Yeah, it's super uncomfortable for me. And I think that, like, you know, when you when you look at those two things together, I'm like, wow. Like, I, I, I think, I think that's there's, a, a there's big some ordeal, interesting, yeah. interesting things that's going on, and and you know, America and its repression of sexuality, and then also at the same time is overt use of sexuality for selling everything, mm -hmm. and then the exploitation of sexuality when it comes to people of color. It just is yeah. all like hitting the fan right now, right? Because it, it's it's also like when I listen to how these fans speak about NFL players, yeah. You know, <laughs> like I, I saw brother's jersey out, and it, <laughs> it, it automatically takes me to you know the way when um like when they burned Kevin Durant's jersey and For all leaving that. Whenever Oklahoma, yeah. whenever a white player leaves a team, they don't burn his jersey, so it takes you automatically to lynching. And what did they do when they lynched us? They would cut off our, our reproductive organs. Right. You know, so it's it's all coming to and just hitting the fan, and it, and it really comes down to like, yo, people. I, I commend her for coming out of the closet. I think every single person needs to come out of the closet. Not not Absolutely. people people think that only if you're gay or bisexual you could come out the closet. Nah, 
as a as a straight man, you could come out the closet with saying like, yeah, I like to get pegged, or yeah, I like to be handcuffed, or I'm polyamorous, preach, or whatever the, whatever it is right that now. you are. And I think that that's <laughs> yes. one of the things now that because women have uh, taken a lot of strides in society to where you know, first of all, having the same job, showing that a woman could do anything that a man can do yeah. uh, mentally on the same level as men, and all these different things, a lot of men are feeling their sexuality is under attack. Yeah. You know, like, oh, if she can do that, well, then how am I a man? Or, it's the masculinity it, that it a lot of men are scared they're going to no lose. Sense. And I don't understand why men are just <laughs> assuming it. things will demasculine. Or, what, what is demasculate? Or what, uh, what, emasculate them. There you go. That word. <laughs> God damn it. That word. But that that specific word is always brought up if you mention even butt play with a guy or licking the butt or finger in the butt or pegging or anything that they can, you know, kind of coin as quote unquote gay. And it's just like, <laughs> I don't understand wh where the emasculation comes in into all of these things. And I think that's I always, the huge I always thing with mess men. With, I always <laughs> mess with people like when we have these conversations, I'm like, but do you masturbate? So why are you touching that guy? Because <laughs> like people make, people make everything, they, People make everything gay, like to the point where I'm just like, I it's, don't even understand. I don't even understand this anymore. <laughs> like, if you're doing that with a woman, then you're doing that with a woman, and that's your that's your choice. And if you do have, uh, you're bisexual or you are gay or whatever, that's not the worst thing you can be. That doesn't make you not a man anymore. Right, and you know? which is what I said, and I don't even think people realize. Like, there's a ton of masculine gay men. So the this idea that your masculinity will be what is this? Do you guys are y'all born with like a tag of masculinity? Why do people think it can be removed? I don't understand like where because it's only within self, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have a masculinity level to everyone out in the world. I just don't understand why this is the issue. Well, I think it's it's extra in America. Absolutely. It's very extra in America and I think it it goes back and not to not to take it too you know, history lesson, Egypt stuff, you know what I mean? But uh, I, I definitely think uh, America's like, you know, I got to have the biggest guns. I got to have the this, that, and the other to be a man because men oppressed women here. Right. And now there's this guise of equality and women are not having that bullshit no more. Right. So it's like, well, if we're equal, then how come I don't get paid the same for the same work? Right. So then now it becomes, well, if a woman makes the same money as me, I'm not going to be the breadwinner. And then how does that make me a man? Because I don't bring home the bacon and this, that, and the other. I don't give a fuck. I don't eat pork. So I, I ain't of even worried about don't. that. But it's just like, you know, but I mean, just I like in a swine. sense. I I sure do. But I mean, just yum, in the, that, that, that mentality that as the man, you know, you're still a man. You still have, it's funny, like they hold on, a lot of men hold on to everything except the honor part. You know, just you, uh, you, your on. If your honor is there, you're an honorable man. You a stand up dude. You a stand up dude. Right. You know, and your your wife making more money than you doesn't make you, you not a stand up dude no more. Real Jersey saying that, by the way. What? A stand up dude. You know, like you just sounded <laughs> real fucking Jersey with that. <laughs> but no, I get everything that you that you're saying, and I'm so glad um, that you could come on and kind of. Kind of break this down. We've had so many, I don't want to say it, but fuck boys on the show lately. Um, and we've actually, people have been asking, can, can you have a real man on the show? And I definitely feel like you signify that. And Appreciate you've been you. able to help, I think, every listener with this episode and with everything that you had to share. Um, so I guess what I want to do is... Where can all of our listeners find you? Because they're gonna be they're gonna be searching now. Please do, please do. <laughs> your your Google ratings are about to go up because they about to be googling your ass. Um, so where can they find you on social media and I guess your website and all of that? Where can they you find can you? You can find me on social media at King Noir. That's K I N G N O I R E on all forms of social media. Uh, then Royal Fetish XXX.com. Make sure you pay for your porn. Royal Fetish Films is co-owned by Jet Set and Jasmine and I, and we actually put cameras in the hands of women. Producers are women, so we nice. have a lot of different, uh, I mean, we have we have male cameramen and producers too, but we actually have a lot of women who help create our films, and that's one thing that is lacking in porn, because it's like it's kind of like you watch porn and it's the same angles. Absolutely, it's the same I've noticed everything that. Everything <laughs> over and over again, and 
you know, not, and, and this goes for men as well, you know, not all of us look at sex the same way. So definitely check out RoyalFetishXXX.com. We, we won two awards last two years in a row, best full-length feature films at, at, at the Fetish Awards. Uh, definitely go to JetSetAndJasmine.com. We do fantasy flight parties for couples, for singles, and then also private fetish training. So, you know, if you ladies want to have your bachelorette, dudes want to have a bachelor party, we do those. We okay. do couples parties. We he do does swingers everything. parties. He does we everything, do, guys. We do everything, everything that is legal. <laughs> everything <laughs> everything legal. We'll throw that out there. He accepts donations, roses, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but I again, thank you for coming on. We are going to go ahead and include everything on where they can contact you in the That's description of this episode um and then we'll also be posting you once again once the episode drops to the horrible decisions page where's your where's your like ratchet page that i could send you all this naked stuff no I, so guys he sends he sent me like all these videos of him in the action and i'm like i actually want us to be able to keep our page so oh, no, i don't, don't think i'm gonna be able instagram. to post i thought y'all had like a twitter or something too oh i do have a twitter Yo, well Twitter's we don't the have a twitter for the for the horrible because twitter's yet. the wild west me. you could oh, post anything on twitter well then you guys or follow Snapchat me or something. <laughs> you guys follow me on twitter at full court pumps and i'll go ahead and post some of his videos that you guys can see i can definitely post it Dang on my God. um instagram also i want to go ahead and let you guys know that um these tickets for the motherfucking live show just about sold out so we are super excited to be seeing you guys december 1st here in new york city for our very first live show we want to send a great thanks to everyone who has purchased their tickets we didn't think we was going to get all y'all hoes to show up, but now we probably ain't going to be able to accept all you hoes. Um, so, yeah, tickets are pretty much sold out. We just wanted to let you guys know that. And you guys are going to see us. I'm excited to see y'all. We even have people flying in. Shout nice. out to London, Chicago, Baltimore, Atlanta. And, of course, both of our moms are coming up from Florida. If you guys are coming from any other cities, let us know. We specifically want to make sure that we not only give you guys a great show but we want to meet you guys personally um because we appreciate appreciate y'all flying to fucking see us talk um, when i fuck? come back up here i want to be on a live show oh we're gonna have to get you on the live show because i think that um wheezy wouldn't mind being bent over um being flogged oh, <laughs> in yeah. front of a whole audience of 200 plus people i think that would I'm be awesome that. um i want to just thank you guys again again you guys can catch us on just about everything soundcloud itunes iHeartRadio. we're fucking everywhere um and follow us at horrible underscores decisions on Instagram. Thank you guys so much. This has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Peace. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.